Act 1, Scene 3, page 728. Anne, controlling her tears, if you'll come with me, Mr. Dussel, she starts for her room. Dussel, shaking hands with each in turn, forgive me if I haven't really expressed my gratitude to all of you. This has been such a shock to me. I've always thought myself as Dutch. I was born in Holland. My father was born in Holland. And my grandfather. And now, after all these years, he breaks off. If you'll excuse me. Dussel gives a little bow and hurries off after Anne. Mr. Frank and the others are subdued. Anne, turning on the light. Well, here we are. Dussel looks around the room. In the main room, Margot speaks to her mother. Margot, the news sounds pretty bad, doesn't it? It's so different from what Mr. Crawler tells us. Mr. Crawler says things are improving. Mr. Van Dan, I like it better the way Crawler tells it. They resume their occupations quietly. Peter goes off into his room. In Anne's room, Anne turns to Dussel. Anne, you're going to share the room with me. Dussel, I'm a man who's always lived alone. I haven't had to adjust myself to others. I hope you'll bear with me until I learn. Anne, let me help you. She takes his briefcase. Do you always live alone? Have you no family at all? Dussel, no one. He opens his medicine case and spreads his bottles on the dressing table. Anne, how dreadful. You must be terribly lonely. Dussel, I'm used to it. Anne, I don't think I could ever get used to it. Don't you even have a pet? A cat or her dog? Dussel, I have an allergy for fur-bearing animals. They give me asthma. Anne, oh dear, Peter has a cat. Dussel, here? He has it here. Anne. Yes, but we hardly ever see it. He keeps it in his room all the time. I'm sure it'll be all right. Dussel. Let's hope so. He takes some pills to fortify himself. Anne. That's Margot's bed, where you're going to sleep. I sleep on the sofa there, indicating the clothes hook on the wall. They cleared these off for your things. She goes over to the window. The best part about this room, you can look down and see a bit of the street and the canal. That's a houseboat. You can see the end of it. A bargeman lives there with his family. They have a baby and he's just beginning to walk. I'm so afraid he's going to fall into the canal someday. I watch him. Dussel, interrupting, your father spoke of a schedule? Anne, coming away from the window, oh yes, it's mostly about the times we have to be quiet, and times for the WC. You can use it now if you would like. Dussel, stiffly, no thank you. Anne, I suppose you think it's awful, my talking about a thing like that, 
but you don't know how important it can be, especially when you're frightened. About this room, the way Margot and I did, she had it to herself in the afternoons for studying, reading, lessons, you know? And I took the mornings. Would that be all right with you? Dussel, I'm not at my best in the morning. Anne, you stay here in the mornings then. I'll take the room in the afternoons. Dussel, tell me, when you are in here, what happens to me? Where am I spending my time? In there, with all the people? Anne, yes. Dussel, I see, I see. Anne, we have supper at half past six. Dussel, going over to the sofa. Then, if you don't mind, I like to lay down quietly for 10 minutes before eating. I find it helps the digestion. Anne, of course, I hope I'm not going to be too much of a bother to you. I seem to be able to get everyone's back up. Dussel lies down the sofa, curled up, his back to her. Dussel, I always get along very well with children. My patients all bring their children to me because they know I get on well with them. So don't worry about that. Anne leans over him, taking his hand and shaking it gratefully. Anne, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Dussel. The lights dim down to darkness. The curtain falls on the scene. Anne's voice comes to us faintly at first and then with increasing power. Anne's voice. And yesterday, I finished Sissy Van Marksveld's latest book. I think she's a first-class writer. I shall definitely let my children read her. Monday, the 21st of September, 1942. Mr. Dussel and I had another battle yesterday. Yes, Mr. Dussel. According to him, nothing, I repeat nothing, is right about me. My appearance, my character, my manners. While he's going on at me, I thought, sometimes I'll give you such a smack that you'll fly right up to the ceiling. Why is it that every grown-up thinks he knows the way to bring up children, particularly the grown-ups that never had any? I keep wishing that Peter was a girl instead of a boy. Then I would have someone to talk to. Margot's a darling, but she takes everything too seriously. To pause for a moment on the subject of Mrs. Van Dan, I must tell you that her attempts to flirt with father are getting her nowhere. Him, thank goodness, won't play.